Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Let's talk credit. Wow, that's a big one. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in to WKDW 97.5 FM Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio. This is your Dream Chasers Network, and it's Yaya, and we have a wonderful show for you today. Okay, talking about credit. My gosh, that's a big subject. Okay, so um, I'm looking for my guests to come on the show in a minute or two. Um, but I want to talk credit with you because I think that credit is a big issue. It, it can hold you back. It can help you. Uh, but there's a few questions that I have that I'm sure that uh, my guests will be able to uh, assist with you today, and that's going to be how to get credit, um, how, to, uh, how to just, I mean, how to do everything. So I am making sure that I can get my guest. She is a renowned credit advisor, and I want to say welcome to the show. Yes. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's talk about credit. Tell us about yourself, who you are, and what you do. Well, my name is Latrice Douglas. I am the owner of Wealthy Rise Solutions. Keep your credit on the rise. So what I do is I offer credit repair, credit improvement, credit counseling, debt consolidation, student loan consolidation, and just helping out financially, getting approved for a home or a car, um, if you have any issues, evictions, uh, bankruptcies, tax liens, anything holding you back from perfect credit, I can assist you to get you there. Awesome. Awesome. You're on the move. Sounds like you're on the move I'm sorry? today. Yes. Sounds like you're on the move. <laughs> All on right. the move? So you're, you're on the move. You sound like you're, you're moving. You're moving. Yes, yes. Well, I'm still now. Right. <laughs> okay, so... I want to get into this thing about credit. Exactly what is it? Because a lot of people have this misconception about credit. Well, credit is a scoring model. And, and by the way, there's over 31 different scoring models when it comes to credit. So depending on the lender, the industry, for example, the auto industry, the mortgage industry, uh, banks, there's different scoring models, uh, websites that most people know, such as Credit Karma, um, they use Vantage 3.0 scoring models. So basically, credit is how a, an institution can um, judge your payment history and feel as if you would be trustworthy to borrow money or merchandise from them and, and how well you pay your bills on time is what um, they're using when they're checking your credit to kind of judge off of that. Mm-hmm. So credit consists of um, about five components. If you think of how it's calculated, 
Um, payment history is 35% of your score. Then you have, um, you know, the different types of new credit that you have is another 10%. Um, new credit is 10% of your of your score out of out of 100. And then you have your credit utilization ratio, which is um, the amount of credit that you have versus the amount that you're using or, or the amount of debt that mm. you have versus the amount that, of credit that you have versus what you're using. So um, that's another 30% of your score. So all of that is what is being used to um, calculate your credit score. And FICO 8 is the official scoring model that banks use to approve you for a home or a car. So a lot of times people get confused when they look at Credit Karma and they can see up to a 100-point difference. Um, and that is mm. just simply because Credit Karma is, yeah, they're not using um, a FICO 8 scoring model that a bank would use to approve you. They are using Vantage 3.0, which is one of the, the over 31 different scoring models. So um, Credit yeah. Karma is good to give you an idea of where you stand, but it's not something that you can take it to, take into a bank and get approved on. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. Now, I've been told that you have to have uh, debt to get credit. Is this true? No, that is not true. Um, and and that's the reason why I say that is because um, you can have – and, and if you want to look at debt as, you know, some people will say, well, you know, a credit card is debt. But to me, it, it depends on how it's used. Because, for example, you can start, you know, an 18-year-old with a secured card. It has, a, you know, they put $200 on it. It has a $200 limit. It's reporting to all three credit bureaus, uh, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax every month. And if they're only using that card, say, once a month for very small purchases, so anything 10% or less of the available balance is what affects your uh, debt-to-income um, ratio, your utilization ratio, which is 30% of your score, you want to keep that as low as possible because that is what banks are using to judge how desperate you are for money or not. And so since that's such a big chunk of your score, you want to keep it under 10%. So if it's a $200 limit, spending no more than 20 bucks a month, uh, I just say buy, you know, lunch one time with it and, and, and pay it back. Uh, that'll help your score doing that month after month after month because you're building the history portion, which is the other 35% of your score at that point each month that you, you, you know, you use your credit the right way. So it doesn't have mm -hmm. to be debt if you're using it mm -hmm. that way. And before you know it, you're getting more and more credit cards and offers in the mail. And what I do, even for myself, I started with paying my bills off of my credit cards because when you use cash or debit cards, times you don't get points back or rewards or discounts or 5% cash back. So since I have 5% cash back and I'm earning travel points for discounts nationwide on hotels, five-star hotels, um, I just set up all my bills to come off the credit card, and then I use my um, the money that I make from my business and, and my day job to 
pay that back. So I never use mm-hmm. what I don't have. Right, right. Now, you know, some of us get in trouble. You know, hey, there there have been yeah. times where I've had to use it because I've been in trouble. And so the debt to ratio goes up. What do you suggest when that happens? How do you suggest paying that off, paying that balance back down? Since it's such a big portion of your score, my suggestion is to pay that down as soon as you can. I understand that life does happen, but the longer you leave that, not only are you accumulating interest at that point, so then it becomes a snowball effect of trying to to catch up um, over, you know, months after months, interest and interest on top of interest. But so my suggestion would be, um, for example, you could – complete a balance transfer if if this is something that you let's say you did a month ago two months ago and before it starts hitting your credit month after month as a high utilization and dropping it down you could have another offer from you know another credit card that offers a zero percent interest on balance transfers and transfer that balance to that card now you now you have more time to pay it back because you have zero percent interest for usually do they have promotions like for six months or twelve months. That's one suggestion. Another way um, that I suggest paying it back is maybe budgeting and cutting back on you know that Starbucks coffee every day and 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 doubling <laughs> the payments. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. so doubling the payments or you know completing a balance transfer. Um, there's even. Uh, personal loan programs that a lot of banks have where they will give you a personal loan in order to, and you can use that towards the balance, and then you have more time to pay back that personal loan, which will have a lower interest rate than a credit card. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you specialize as a company? What do you specialize in? I specialize in budgeting, helping individuals that have any sort of challenges, on their credit, bankruptcies, tax liens, um, medical bills, collection accounts, and and bringing their scores up. And then I also Mm -hmm. include um, a rebuilding action plan. So the credit education comes with it, rebuilding, and I I show my clients doing while I am working to improve their credit, you know, some products that they can start going after and and building with. While I'm working on the negatives, they can work on the positives, and that way it's a tag team, it's a team effort, and their score improves even more. So score improvement, uh, credit counseling and education, debt management, uh, student loan consolidation, I complete those as well because a lot of my clients, that's a major hit to their credit is um, student loans. I see that very, very often. If a student loan is a default, that is a late payment month after month after month reporting, and as we you know just know that's over thirty percent of your score, so that can be up to one one late payment can be up to a sixty point drop in your score so if you see thirty days late, ninety days late, sixty days late, you know that's it's dropping dropping down so um I also help with budgeting because a lot of clients will say, well. I just don't have the money, and we'll try to figure out where they can cut back or maybe they can have a temporary uh, position that they can take or do something extra on the weekends uh, so that they can 
double those payments and, and get out of the debt faster or sooner rather than later. Yeah. yeah. So that's now, what I specialize in. <laughs> that, is, that is wonderful. I like that because, you know, a lot of people need that. Like you said, a lot of people have those student loans, and, oh, my gosh, Sometimes I tell my daughter, you know, don't get into student loans as much as you, you possibly, I mean, you know what I mean? Because to pay it back right. is double is really ridiculous. So to get into the student loans. Now, what what, ha, what success, have you had any success stories that have been so remarkable that you just can't hold back, that, that this just, you didn't, your, your customer didn't believe it, and this is what it was? Yes, yes, yes. And it's, it's so funny that you just asked that because I had one of my customers, the other day, actually, um, she started with me. Her scores were in the low 500s, and I'm very upfront with my clients that, you know, bad credit doesn't happen overnight, so I'm not going to tell you I can fix your credit in 90 days. It does not work like that. It is a process, and, and by law, I have to follow, you know, the sending letters, waiting 30 days, and sending another one. I have to wait. It's a waiting period. So I always give the right expectations up front that it'll it'll take time, but it'll be worth it, and you'll start seeing your scores go up and improve. Most of my clients see their scores go up in about forty between forty five to sixty days is when most of them see an increase. But definitely by that ninety day mark, they're starting to see deletions and their score go up. But to answer your question, one of my customers, um, she had started with me. Her scores were in the low five hundreds. She's like, I really want a house. I'm tired of renting. The rent's going up. We need to buy sooner rather than later. And her scores, you know, were going up, but not as high as she wanted them to. And I had to remind her about our discussion during the consultation. Hey, look, this isn't going to happen overnight. We, You know, we have to persevere through this. But at least we see progress because she would get frustrated sometimes when she would see you know, two or three deletions, and then she didn't see her score dip up right away. But I had to remind her, remember, it takes the, the creditors and the bureaus, they, they only report once a month. So even though you may see deletions, you're not going to see the results from those until 30 days later. So I just had to remind her a part of the reason that's why I say to patients. But her husband was saying, well, this isn't working. It's taking too long. I mean, your score is going up, you know, 20 and 30 points here, but we need it higher. And so he was saying, I don't think you should continue with the program, even though they could see deletions and that her score was going up. And I told her, I said, I I explained to her about my story, and, and I had told her that during the consultation, but I said, I can more than, I'll be more than happy to talk with your husband. And I talked with him, and I told him about my story and how my score was a 435 three years ago. And it took 18 months for, to, to get into the high 700s from there. Now I'm at an 838, and the highest is 850. I'm still shooting for that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I just had to remind him and talk with him and put him at ease that, hey, some progress is better than nothing, and as long as we persevere through this, you guys will get the house, but if you stop now, that's just going to stop you right where you are, and and then you won't see your right. score going up. It'll stay the way it has been over these years. So once I put it in, in that perspective, um, he still was saying, well, you know, uh, okay, but he wasn't too thrilled. So now they just got approved. They just got their approval two days ago, and I was just congratulating her on Facebook, so now they're looking for a house. 
And she told oh, me, awesome. she said, my husband doubted doubted you, but you, you, you proved full. She's just sending people my way. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Oh. This is why I do it. It's, it's, it's that feeling, you know, that feeling that mm-hmm. thank you, you've changed our life. Now we can get into our home or uh, now I can get into a car. You know, it just helps helps a lot. It feels wonderful. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. Now, when someone comes thank you. Okay, and they – and they um and their their credit is down. What what would be that? What was that? That's that first thing that you tell them not to do. Well, the first thing that I tell them not to do if their scores are already low is number one, do not apply for um, a car. Do not try to go to a car lot and keep applying and hoping to get an approval because what that does is those are hard inquiries on your score and each inquiry can be up to a two to five point drop. So when you're, for example, in that, in that example, when you're car shopping, a lot of people become desperate and they just want an approval. So they try so many different places, but what they're failing to realize is a lot of these car dealerships, what they have is um, multiple lenders. So they're, once your credit is checked with them, it's checked by their lenders as well. And if, with that being mm-hmm. um, a two to five point inquiry, each one, you're dropping your score more and more and more, and you already can't get approved. Um, you've already been denied. Now you're dropping it lower and lower. So do not apply for um, a car or a house. Do not take a hard inquiry hit. A soft one is okay, right. but a hard one is not. Yeah. Well, I I know and about also, I had to get it hit it hit my credit credit real good. <laughs> yes, yes, so it does. It does. Right, and then yeah, it and it adds up because I, for example, I had one client that had forty eight inquiries because he was just trying to get. He was like, I just wanted to get a car, and I was just hoping to get approved, so I just went to every lot that I could in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. oh, no, you know, but we don't, you know, credit is not taught in schools, which it should be, and I am planning to start going to high schools and, and speaking um, just about the basics, like how it's calculated, payment history, utilization, you know, and and why it's important and how to use it. Yeah. My game plan is is to do that because it's so important. It's such a big part of your life. Everyone checks credit, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, again, you know, like you said, those soft credit inquiries, okay, they're, they're pretty good. Uh, but when the, hard, when the hard ones hit, they hit, they, they hit hard. And the more you do it, the harder it's going to be to get back up. Uh, exactly. The, uh, exactly. You know, Especially since it's so recent. Exactly, yes. And another thing a lot of people don't know is, according to FICO, um, and this, I, received this information at the event that I went to CreditCon last year. Um, their CEO was there and from FICO 8, which is the scoring model that banks use to approve you, and they specifically said that, especially when you're looking to get approved for a house, banks are looking very closely at your payment history, the, your most recent payment history. So anything within the last 24 months, 
that you do affects your score more than 24 months before that and 24 months before that, even if it's a negative account. And so even with like a collection, if it's seven or eight years old, it's not really hurting your score anymore. It's every two years that passes, the account hurts your your score less and less, even if it's a negative one. And a lot of people don't know Mm. that. So one of the biggest things that I do is explain that, explain how it works, explain what I do. I have a full-service software. There's training videos in there as well. And then my clients get weekly emails with tips on how they, what they can do and how they can prepare. Because I remind them that it's a, it's a team effort. You know, it's not just about getting deletions. People have that myth. I can't just do right. that part alone. We have to build and make credit report the the whole report should look nice and and should be nice so um yes yes you're right you're right you know um wow wow so um okay so when you first come and you get that that credit and you and you get you get you to help that credit repair and you tell them don't get a card don't apply for any hard credit what is that step that they maybe they should have something already done before they come to you? What would that one thing be? Um, if they if I had to choose something that they can do before coming to me would be to have a first of all an understanding kind of of where they're at with their and, for example, collections, a lot of people don't even know what's on their report. So it would mm-hmm. be helpful to kind of know or have an idea of what maybe happened with that account or this account. And so that way I can, you know, hold the credit bureaus according to the law, you know, the Fair Credit Reporting Act, with exactly what happened with each account. And I understand sometimes you're not going to remember, but that would be helpful with me when I'm when I'm making my case and fighting against, you know, inaccurate information, outdated information. Sometimes clients have duplicate accounts. So instead of one collection, it's reporting two and three different times. Now it's damaging their score that much more, but it's just one account. That's duplicating. You can't mm-hmm. do that. You, that's against the Fair Credit Reporting right. Act. But it happens all the time because a lot of people don't even look at their credit. So I would say start with looking at your credit and kind of having an idea of, what's there. You may not know everything because, you know, things do change, but start there. And then something else that they can do would be to, you know, open a secured card or, you know, an online merchandise account. Um, I recommend a lot of those in my um, action plan and start building from there, using that card right, using um, 10% or less, just baby steps. And then once you do that for six months, what's going to happen is the banks are going to say, okay, great job. Here's a credit limit increase, you know. So it, it, you'll, you you know, eventually build it to to wealth, but you have to know how to use it and not be tempted to, you know, not have that discipline of, of going over your utilization and things of that nature. Right. Now, what if, like you said, something happens and you go over your utilization, try to bring it down as much as possible. You know, people get these tax returns and they go crazy. 
should they yes. take a portion <laughs> of their tax return and put it towards the debt that they have? Yes, and I always highly recommend that. Um, like this past year, I had a promotion called Invest in Yourself, Invest in Your Credit. You know, you this tax refund season, um, use your refund to fix your credit and make it feel like tax season year-round. Mm-hmm. So that was a big promotion that I actually had um, because it is important for people to, instead of spending all this money and, you know, for a couple of months and then the rest of the year, you know, you're paying high interest rates. That's a big part of why people can't get out of debt is because the interest rates are so high. So even when they're paying, they still have so much more that they owe. So why not handle that and and get those rates down? Debt consolidation can help with that a lot. Um, And I have, I offer that program as well, but that can help you pay it off faster. So yeah, I would definitely recommend that if you have that opportunity to pay down um, a lot of your debts, pay it down. But before you pay a collection, come see me first. <laughs> because a lot of people don't know that um, when you pay a collection, okay, let's say you owe T-Mobile, for example. They tried to collect on it, you know, maybe $300, for example. And they tried to collect on it, called you every day for six months. You didn't answer. So what T-Mobile is going to do is then say, hey, so-and-so hasn't paid us. Um in six months, here, ABC Collection Company, the debt is yours. You buy this $300 debt for $30. Whatever you collect in that difference is yours to keep. Mm-hmm. So that's how collection accounts work. So with that in mind, now T-Mobile, they can send you a 1099 in the mail, and they can write that loss off at tax time and get their money back either way, and then you've been taxed for that debt anyway by getting a 1099 right. in the mail. But now ABC Company has your um, $300, and now they're hounding you to pay them. But technically, you didn't sign an agreement with them. You signed with T-Mobile. So technically, mm-hmm. you know, it's not them that you owe. And you have to be careful with a lot of these collection companies because some of them are not even licensed to, to collect. And so what happens right. is people pay them – and then all that does, it changes your balance from whatever it was to zero, and it's still in collection status on your report, which still hurts it the same as if it still had the balance. Mm-hmm. So a zero wow. balance collection is the same as a $500 balance collection. So paying it off doesn't make it go away. It's still going to report mm-hmm. that the collection is there. The collection will just be a zero balance. But when your score is calculated, with it being a zero balance or not, the fact that the status is a collection account, that's what's calculated. So you need to delete it. You need mm-hmm. to you need to pay for deletion at that point. Hey, collection company, okay, if I pay, and then you negotiate. If I pay, because I, I, at the end of the day, they're getting you know a profit either way. They just bought that debt for pennies yeah. on the dollar. So right. you negotiate, and then from that point, you you speak with the manager, get it in writing before you pay anything that they agree to delete the collection account from your report in exchange of you paying. Then you'll see your score mm-hmm. shoot up 60, 67 points, something of that nature. Yeah. Wow. So it's, wow. So it's, wow. it's just that type of information that a lot of people don't know. <laughs> yeah, 
not so technical, but you know what? A lot of people don't have time. Now, let me ask you a question because, I, you know, finance is a big thing for me because, I mean, you can't start a business. You can't go after your dream. You can't pursue anything without finances. Everything is finances, whether – I don't care what you want to do in life. Really, pretty much if you don't got the money, I mean, you're stuck with the free stuff, okay, the free way of doing it. And sometimes right. that can take a long time. Um, so, but when you, okay, so when you pay it down, does that raise your credit or does it take yes. time to raise your credit? So let's just say, no, just, that's let's just say, instant. it's instant. Okay. All right. Cause even if you don't pay it off, you pay it down. Let's say you owe a thousand and you pay, you got a thousand dollars back, but you need $500 to pay your light bill or whatever, but you have $500, you pay $500 down on your thousand dollar credit bill, your credit card bill that brings your credit up. Yes. As you're paying it down, your score is going up. Now, I will say for the most increase, you want 30% or less. You want that utilization down because that's what's going to make your score go up month after month the most and significantly. You don't want it to just, you know, only go up 2.3 points. That's what paying it down to 50% will do. But if you pay it down to 30%, then you'll see, you know, once it updates, it updates every 30 days um, from the credit bureaus, depending on the card and the lender and whoever the debt is through. Um, but mm-hmm. once it updates, if you pay it down, let's say to that 30%, well, really it's 29% because it's under 30%, 29% or less, then that's when you see a 47-point increase and 37 points month after month that it stays paid down like that and then you start paying down to 20 percent, and it goes up even more and then 10 percent even more so that's why Mm -hmm. i stress how important utilization is because it's such a big chunk of of your score right now i don't mean it's something you're more in control of (laughs) yeah definitely definitely now i have two more questions i don't mean to keep you but i have two more questions because these questions came down the line okay so like People are asking me, some people have those those PayPal credit where on PayPal they give you credit. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. On a credit card for yes. credit. That report to the, the bureau because they're saying that they're not sure whether that reports. And I said, isn't that just like having a credit card? Correct. It is. Okay. It's the equivalent to a, to a credit card. Um, okay. Now, right. for PayPal, I'm not – and, and this can change. They can decide to start reporting to all three bureaus. At this mm. point, they do not report to all. They do not. But that can always change. These creditors right. can choose who they want to report to. Some of them just report to one. And I want to add this. When you get a secured card and you're trying to rebuild whatever product you get, you want it to report to all three credit bureaus, Experian, TransUnion, Equifax, because if it's only reporting to one, it's only going to help that one. Right. Right. And when you go for credit, they look at all three. Exactly. When you go to get mm-hmm. a home or a car, they're looking at all three. Yes. So when they when they start to pay down their bills, don't pay PayPal first, <laughs> basically. <laughs> pay the other one first. <laughs> I mean, that's a big deal, isn't it? I mean, that's a big it deal. It is. Yes. Okay. Yes, All right. it is. All right. And then the second question, the second question. I have a client, well, not a client, a, a, a listener, who has two cars, 
and they have credit cards, and they're still paying off their cars. And how do they get down below that percentage? Doing, I mean, with with you know, with with their their income staying the same, they have the cars, they have the credit card things, and they're they're really struggling to try and make sure that they they do the best they can. What should they do? Well, it, depending on where their scores are at now, would depend on the options that they have. You know, where do they have okay credit right now? You know, because from what I know, that determines okay the option. Okay, they they didn't tell me where it was. They said it's close to seven. I said, well, is it higher oh, than three fifty? And they're like, yeah, it's higher than three fifty. But they're still at that that I I don't know where they are. Right. They said thirty something, where it, they okay. can't get a house. But they had to, they had to you know they had to do what they had to do and it just kind of right. escalated from there. Um, but they're bringing My they're paying everything. At, yeah, and and I, my suggestion would be you know like you mentioned earlier, if you have that time where you have this tax refund coming, that's a good time to invest in and and paying your credit cards down that you currently have. If you do not have access to that. Um, then my suggestion would be to create a budget sheet and see where you can cut back. You you really would be mm-hmm. surprised. I know it takes time, but get with a professional. I can create a budget sheet in 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wow. um, see wow. where you can cut back. Are you eating out every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? You know, you may say, oh, mm-hmm. well, it's only five bucks, but – if you're eating out for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day, that's somewhere you can cut. So that's I would say, week. yeah, yeah, I would say see where you can budget and see where you can cut back. Um, if you if you don't have tax, you know, refund money that you can use, um, I would even go as far as to say see if you qualify, depending on where your scores are. See if you qualify for a personal loan. You want to go through maybe a credit union. Um, they they mm-hmm. have better interest rates, and see if they'll allow you to qualify for that. If not, see if you qualify for to do a balance transfer with maybe another bank. It could even be a bank that you're currently with that you don't have a card with. See if they have a balance mm-hmm. transfer program. And then last but not least, debt management. That is where if, mm-hmm. if all else fails, you can have your cards, and all of your payments rolled into a debt management program, and what that does is it uh, it helps your credit because it stops it from reporting negatively every month while you're in the program. Depends on the program, but there are programs out there that do this, and then that mm-hmm. gives you a chance to get caught up, so to speak. So mm-hmm. that's what I would recommend um, when those other options. Um, the budgeting, the tax uh, refund, mm-hmm. um, an extra income, maybe a side gig, a weekend gig, and using only that to mm-hmm. towards the card or your balance. Um, that's what I would recommend. Wow. Well, I'm going to go ahead and get down to the nitty-gritty. Where can people reach you? I can be reached. Um, again, my name is Latrice Douglas with Wealthy Rise Solutions. Keep your credit on the rise. My website is www.wealthyrise.com. And um, I can be reached on Facebook. I have my Facebook business page. I also have a community page. Um, if you type in Rebuild Credit and Wealth, 
That is my free community page. I post tips, videos. You can ask any questions you have, and I will respond to them and answer them. And that's, that's a free place where you can, you know, ask questions that you have and learn about how credit works or whatever your situation is. And my Facebook business page um, is Wealthy Rise Solutions. Uh, and then I have my personal page, Latrice Douglas. So those are the ways that I can be reached. My cell phone number, if you have any questions, I can provide that if, if you would like. To. Okay, awesome. So they just give you a contact on your web page, and they can get that if they need it. Wow. Yes. We, yes. Have, we do have your information here on, um, on Dream Chasers right here uh, on our page. So if awesome. you want to get her, her web page, we have that WealthyRise.com. All you got to do is click on it, and it takes you straight to her page. We're going to also have that on our our uh, Facebook page as well as our LinkedIn, as well as our Twitter. So we're going to put it out there and make sure it's done uh, so that anybody that needs any help getting their credit, because dreams are not just dreams without money. I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. You, need, you, you need that. <laughs> yes, you need that to, to get, you know, to get your dream right. You need to get your money right. And, and yes, it use it to build wealth. Use you know. credit to build wealth. That's how, if you use it right. That's that's where it takes you for sure. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely, definitely. And I want to thank you, Latrice, for being on the show, and for you know having your patience with us. I mean, this is amazing what you're doing. You're helping people get their credit. You know, it took me a long time, and I did declare bankruptcy after the fall of the economy. I lost millions, and so I'm starting again. And it does take a while, but hey, yes. you know it's the journey. It's the journey, yes. and I love yes. it. And we all have to learn to love the process of it, and just kind of go with the flow. But again, don't just take that income tax check and go and get yourself a base in your car. Let's let's, let's right, let's, 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 right. <laughs> Invest in yourself. <laughs> Invest in something that can make That's it feel right. like tax refund season for years. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Well, thank you, Latrice, so much. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, everyone, feel free to contact me, and I would love to answer all of your questions. I look forward to meeting everyone. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Latrice. All right, until next time, we'll see you soon. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. And that was Latrice Douglas, the CEO of Wealthy Rise. Again, that's WealthyRise.com, WealthyRise.com. Um, if you need to get in contact with her, please do click on the link. We have it in our description box, anywhere, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Speaker, anywhere you go, it's going to be there for you to click on and go straight to her page. I appreciate everyone that comes on this show, and I want to say that if you don't get your credit right, if you don't get your money right, your dream won't be right because your dream needs to be facilitated by money. We all need the money to push our dream forward. It's not enough just to have a dream, but we have to get everything right. We're business people, and as business people, we need help sometimes in getting things right, things that have gone awry in our lives. And, and this is just one of the things that we need to get right. Our money has to be right. So if you need that help, please contact Latrice at WealthyRise.com. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. Please continue to tune in. We have more guests this week coming up. Oh, my gosh, my schedule is bang, bang, bang. And so I have 
so many wonderful guests on the show that could tell you all about their, their specialty and what they're doing. Just like Latrice, these people are very special, very dear, and they have done it, and you can do it too. I want to thank you again for taking a, taking the time out to listen to us here at Dream Chasers Radio. You've been listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in North Fort, as well as in New York City on Bomb Baby Radio and the Dream Chasers Network. And, um, yeah, that's it for today. My gosh, I mean, that should be enough, you know. All right, and remember, don't be paying that PayPal off. Take that PayPal money and pay it somewhere else first because they don't be going to all three credit bureaus. <laughs> you learn something new every day. And I want to say thank you, everybody. And don't forget to what? Dare to be different, baby. Until next time, this has been Yaya. Bye. 